Waves in the Finiverse. industry attracted great talent, but more importantly, attract a lot of great talent with similar passion into making the world a much more open, permissionless space. Where we'd like to deploy is in financial services. You have had the exchanges, you have a lot of wallets in the last uh, three to five years that uh, have become very successful. Now we are really betting on the long term uh, and, and trying to help founders to become uh, this kind of future clients. Welcome to Waves in the Finiverse. We're coming to you live from the floor of Hong Kong Fintech Week. It's October 31st, 2022, and it's the end of day one. During the course of the day, we have had a number of guests come on to the podcast to talk about the pressing issues that are of most interest today uh, to attendees at Hong Kong Fintech Week. And first and foremost, Metaverse was on everyone's mind and on everyone's lips. There were a number of presenters here talking about Decentraland, Sandbox, but more importantly about institutional shifts towards payment services in the metaverse and ways that will be enabled. So I think when you look at what the metaverse ultimately is and what we play, which is the blockchain piece of the metaverse, right? We look at actually the same as, as all we've done for the last four years. You know, they need a secure wallet infrastructure. It doesn't matter if it's a Bitcoin or an NFT or some sort of other tokens or whatever standards, right? We will support all of those in a secure and very robust manner. So actually our approach to the metaverse has been taking all the lessons we've learned in a highly scalable manner, in a highly secure manner, and work with companies to support that. We had a good opportunity to speak with venture capitalists uh, who were talking about the Web3 technologies that they're investing in. Where we'd like to deploy is on the, in, in financial services. Um, you have had the exchanges, you have a lot of wallets in the last uh, three to five years that uh, have become very successful. Another major theme we explored today was the institutional adoption of digital assets, as well as all of the DeFi or decentralized finance that's required in order to allow them to trade, hold, and exchange digital assets or virtual assets, and what is the infrastructure they need to be going through. Early day, a lot of institutional investors, you know, thanks to the financial innovation of you know, crypto instrument, a lot of them can actually get away without um, having to hold the physical asset. We spoke with Yatsui from Animoco Brands and also Gary Liu of Artifact Labs, talking about the growth potential of virtual ownership and the way that people become invested in a brand and invested in the history and invested in the NFTs that they own and the way they are able to build out portfolios that are relevant to their interests and their own passions. Uh, Yatsui certainly talked about his own growth first as a computer engineer at CompuServe, but then the ability to turn computer code into profit and the way now users are generating income off of blockchain uh, globally. Of course, the headline news of the day was the announcement by Paul Chan, the financial secretary, that Hong Kong is undertaking a consultation to look at retail a regulated crypto exchange and trading. Today, we are home to more than 800 fintech enterprises. Earlier this morning, 
we issue a policy statement on the development of virtual assets in Hong Kong. It covers our vision, regulations, thought on investment protection, and pilot projects to capture the technological benefits and financial innovation made possible by virtual assets. We want to make our policy stance clear to global markets, to demonstrate our determination to explore financial innovation together with global virtual assets community. This is a memorable moment for Hong Kong. In a great many ways, we are telling the world that we are back, back in business, back in the business and pleasure of welcoming you to Hong Kong. But the announcement coming out of the financial secretary today showcases that Hong Kong is pivoting towards crypto as a retail opportunity as well. And that's great news for the industry because, as many know, some of the world's largest exchanges had their start here in Hong Kong, even if they're now located in other parts of the world today. From innovators to investors, get inside the minds of the industry's top leaders in finance, fintech, crypto, Web3 and beyond. Get ready to ride the next wave. This is Waves in the Finiverse, the podcast, live from Hong Kong Fintech Week. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, wherever there's money, there's going to be fraud and corruption. And we had a few speakers come in today to talk about the ways you can think about asset recovery on blockchain, which is very different from traditional financial fraud, as well as the growing volume of hacks and other scams that have been targeting everyone from individuals to institutions. Uh, so there's great insight in that podcast about ways you can begin preparing for and thinking about avoiding the scams and frauds that are prevalent in crypto. I was also interested to talk with HSBC, what some might consider a more traditional finance brand, um, about their move towards the metaverse and their belief that they need to be where the customer is providing them the products and services that they need in that space and remaining relevant uh, no matter whether it's at a private bank in the city or at a metaverse in Decentraland. Fintech or TechFin is all about data, it's all about scale, it's all about how you, whether you have sufficient data and customer scale in order to provide better service. So HSBC, we are the largest market player, we are the largest fintech player, we are the largest digital bank in the city. We almost bank with everyone. So that data gives us sufficient foundation so we can drive customer obsession. Lastly, the one great takeaway I've seen has been the number of international visitors. And while there are certain restrictions within the first three days of arrival at the time of publication of this podcast. These people have been allowed into the larger conferences and obviously practicing social distancing, but it's great to see people uh, from abroad in Hong Kong saying that it's been three years since they visited and that's the length of the pandemic. So it's nice to see the, the world is reopening and Hong Kong is open for business. Escape Crypto Winter. Join Web3 and fintech leaders at D3 Bahamas on Paradise Island in the Bahamas from the 24th to the 26th of January.
Today is also a big day for FinnOfAsia. They are the official appointed organizer of Hong Kong FinTech Week and have since 2016 put on a series of successful events. Recognizing their international expansion, they've rebranded as Finiverse and have introduced a new conference for January 24th next year called D3 Bahamas. So part of our podcast is to help spread the news that Finiverse is active at the intersection of Web3 and FinTech and is focused very much on the digitization of financial services, not just in Hong Kong, but throughout Asia and around the world. Thank you for joining our podcast wrap-up of day one at Hong Kong FinTech Week. On behalf of Finiverse, uh, I am your host, Walter Jennings. Thank you for joining our podcast, Waves in the Finiverse. This has been Waves in the Finiverse. Why not hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode? If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. Thanks for listening.